0: Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner.
1: I'm Stephen Dubner. So do you know today,
0: guys, this is the 41st episode and 41, the age Stephen wishes he could be. <laughs> Thank you, Speaking Solomon. of ages, today is the birthday of the greatest mother of all time, That's Ellen true. Dubner, my
1: Yay. mother. Hey, mom. So hi, mom. So I think she's making dinner right now. I think she is too, yeah. She's the best mom, best wife. Happy to uh, be in her presence. Yeah. Um, and Solomon, I wanted to congratulate you in addition to saying Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everybody. I wanted to congratulate you and I wanted to thank our listeners. I just looked up last year when we start, we started footy for two sometime in the spring I guess last year and then we, March yeah. Then we kind of ebbed and flowed. We got we got active very active during the Euros when we were there and had yeah. nothing to do but record and we had a lot of footy <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. So we've ebbed and flowed. Now we're trying to pick it back up. Especially now that we're in the thick of the football season. Starting January 5th, that's when I really get into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's um, a lot to get into. But I just looked up the numbers. We've had about 100,000 listens to Footy for Two in our history. Oy vey. (laughs) So... So I think that's really gratifying, and uh, yeah. I'm proud of you for I, uh, getting this yeah. going, and I, like, I'm grateful to our we listeners. Said, what you said is sometimes I get
0: a little down when the listener numbers aren't huge, but the way you put it to me, and I agree, is I'm a 16-year-old kid who can be very obnoxious, and still one to 2,000 people take half an hour or so out of their day to listen to me talk. I agree so I, I with the obnoxious part. Uh, yeah, they're really listening to you, I think. <laughs> you and. Half an hour. This is going to be our longest episode yet, I'd say. Long episode, because why? We're rounding up 2016, predicting 2017, and we're going over two match days of the Premier League. Let's do it. All right, let's start with the best moments of 2016. There's one obvious one. Would that Cristiano be- Ronaldo being found out for tax evasion.
1: I was going to say it was Josh... What's what's Josh's name? Josh Saunders. Josh Saunders being, is- being demoted yeah. for the... For the Playoff match. That was the weirdest yeah. thing. They started the other guy, then, but then, but now, M. uh CC is his right? name. At I do too. Right. Um, anyway, so the, really, the, truly, the best, the best moment, of the best story of the year was truly what? Then, do you want to say it
0: or should I say it? Ah, you say it. Uh, Leicester winning the league. Yeah, nothing like it ever. You'll Five never. That.
1: I mean, you know, the only thing that makes me a little bit sad is that even though you're a relatively young guy, you may never see anything like that again. I in don't your think lifetime. I will, honestly. And now they might go down, but win the Champions
0: League. They might win the Champions League. <laughs> They're not going to go down I, I this year. No, I seriously uh, doubt what's it.
1: What's your prediction for them in the Champions League? Uh,
0: Who they draw? Sevilla, which Sevilla. is going to be one of the most exciting games you ever see. Sevilla, they press high, they run for 90 minutes, as so is Leicester, but Leicester just tends to sit back and counter more. So it's going to be so exciting. And I think Leicester has a chance of going through. I think Sevilla will, but I think it's really 50 like 50.
1: I would urge our listeners to check out a Freakonomics Radio episode about. The Leicester Miracle, um, featuring a brief appearance by Solomon Dubner, oh, as well as uh, appearances by Roger Bennett and several others. Roger epi- Bennett of Men and Blazers. Yeah, Roger Bennett of Men and Blazers, who's very smart and knows a lot about it. Very bald, which very is why bald. how he said he connected with Pep Guardiola. Exactly. That episode was called The Longest Long Shot for anyone who wants to hear that Freakonomics Radio episode with Solomon Dubner and others dissecting the Leicester City Miracle. So that was your story of the year. What's next? Wales and Iceland,
0: making it to the mm. semis and the quarters of the Euros, respectively.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: both teams wouldn't have been in it the previous Euros with the 16-team format, but they right. both made it because of the previous, the re- previous uh, I think that's what happened. The previous Euros. You know, Wales ones. would have been in because I think they won their group. Um, but Iceland, sir, I don't think, would have been. So yeah, they'd never... Wales hadn't been in a major tournament, I think, since the Euros in 58 or something, or the World Cup in 58 or something. And I think Iceland had never been in a major tournament. Mm. They both expect to go on the group stage... Then they but Wales made it to the semis. Uh, we saw their two. There are two knockout
1: wins in person. The first one was a dull match. Yeah. right? it was against uh, Northern, 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 Ireland. Ireland. Northern Ireland. The Northern Ireland fans made it not as dull. The though. Northern Ireland fans well, were well, great. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: they won like in the 80th minute. though, uh, Gareth Bale's crossed was turning in for an old goal, if I remember correctly.
1: That's right. But then their three-one win over Belgium, which we saw, that uh, was great. Great. That game. was one of the. That was maybe the most exciting live sports event I've ever been to. I agree. Belgium, it was basically a Belgium home game because it was in Lille,
0: France, like 20 miles from the Belgian border or something. And after 15 minutes, I mean, Roger Nangolin scored an unbelievable goal from unbelievable Belgium. Goal. Which you
1: have recorded right. live. From about 25 yards out or something. It's it crazy. Un- yeah. Yeah. And then... Everyone seen Wales was out, but then they came back to score three goals. We happened to be seated among uh, a heavy Wales contingent, which was yeah, fun. Yeah. So we were very uh we were caught up in it. But um great match. I, I agree. The Wales and Iceland uh were great stories. What in 2016? What else? Um
0: Yeah, uh Kosovo playing the first international official game. Oh, I don't know anything about that. I, Tell I, me more. I, I'm not gonna try and make it so like I know more than I do. I don't know so much about the political situation there in eastern europe right mm-hmm. yes but kosovo they recently fifa recently recognized them as their nation as a as so an official when, fifa nation when
1: did kosovo when did they play their first
0: national match their then? first fifa started letting them play friendlies in 2014 they started playing them play real games in 2016 hmm. and i know a few Kos- Kosovan people kosovars kosovar people yeah and they're very excited um they love football there. They have a few big players. Zerdinand that doesn't play for the team who plays in Switzerland, but a lot of big players Uh-oh. who play mm-hmm. for the Switzerland and Albania. Mm-hmm. Are bo- were born in Kosovo were eligible to play for them and their international debut in a World Cup qualifier, they drew 1-1 with Finland.
1: Hmm. So it could have been worse. Wow. Um, so you know Kosovo is part of what used to be Yugoslavia, yeah, right? Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, can Kosovo, are they eligible to qualify for the World Cup this year? For the Yeah, the yeah they're, 100%, they're in qualifying, 100% eligible. Okay, what are their chances, would you say? Probably won't happen, but definitely could. Let me ask you, I know that we're going off the um, off the path here for your 2016 highlights, but can you give me just one for the World Cup now, just going ahead to that for a minute, can you give me one team that you think will not qualify that will be a big surprise and maybe one that will that will be a big surprise? One team that wasn't at the Euros. That's the the, the, the <laughs> Dutch, right? Yeah, yeah, I think they'll make well, it. Well, that out. wouldn't be much of a surprise. Yeah. I don't
0: think. Someone who, couldn't, who wouldn't make it. It's just structured so that it's so hard not to make it. Is with that right? Games. If I had to guess one, i guess Italy. Uh-huh. But that's kind of because I hope they don't make it. And, <laughs> Why? And I have nothing against Italy at all. Yeah, you like Italy. I do, but Spain will definitely make it. Yeah. And then there, then the other two biggest teams, the big one in their group is Italy and Israel, who I desperately want to make it.
1: So you're so, saying if Italy and Spain make it, then Israel's Israel can Yeah. So. Israel has to beat Italy or Spain in their group? Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the one that you kind of hope, even though you like yeah. a, like and I think and, they will make it. I'm and one team who will
0: make it who's not expected to—I'd mm-hmm. have to look at the standings right now, honestly. Um, but the way we're playing, maybe the USA. I was—I was wondering. We're not if looking good right now. We're not now.
1: looking good. Okay, I'm—I'm I'm curious whether that's going to make one of your highlights of 2016 is the USMNT. Generally,
0: Actually, but. I just—I've been thinking about. I've been reflecting recently, especially after Bob Bradley got sacked. I was manager of after 85 days. Would that be one of the 2016 highlights at the... Him the getting first, hired, yeah. The first American <laughs> yeah. manager in the yeah. prem. But i realized... I think I know why Jürgen Klinsmann didn't work. Honestly, like I said, it was a successful reign, but I think I know why it didn't work out the end. Why? I think he was arrogant as hell. Mm-hmm. He was so arrogant. How do you know that? I mean, what makes you say that? You could tell the way he his press conferences. but first of all, you don't blame him. He's much better than any of his the players ever will be, but... Do you know that besides being manager, he's a technical director? I do know that, which means he oversaw the whole youth academy, which I don't approve because I think that no manager or coach should ever be fully in charge of a team or a club
1: or national teams youth setup. Yeah, because it changes from manager to manager. I think there should be a settled head of youth development. Um, But the arrogant, I understand that. He may be arrogant, or that he's easily perceived as arrogant. But if he were wit, if the team were winning, I mean, there are a lot of arrogant managers that people don't have any problem with their arrogance. Look, when Mourinho's winning, he's as arrogant as it gets. Be- I don't like him. <laughs> well, that's true. That you don't like him, but you're you're saying you think he was sacked because of that. I would argue he was sacked. Uh, no, I'm uh, not saying that's why. Klinsman, but I think that
0: that you think could that's have why he didn't part of his downfall. They yeah. not read to others. I
1: think you made a really good point, which is five years as the head winning of the. An- winning a
0: gold cup or two, yeah.
1: reach,
0: reaching the world. Round, round of 16 mm-hmm. out of the group of death in the World Cup. No doubt it's a successful reign, but like everything, it could have gone better.
1: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay, what other 2016 highlights? Oh, well, Stephen, we're not even close to done. Mm. Uh, actually, we kind of are with this section. Brazil winning Olympic gold. Yeah. Two years after
0: being walloped. <laughs> and smacked and bullocked. That's a word. You know, bullocked is a word like I ain't beat it badly. I'm going to use that so much in school. Um, if you get a note about me, if you, they send a note home, you'll know why. Uh huh. Okay. Um, yeah. Overuse of bollock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after Germany beat them 7 1 uh, in the World Cup. Describe your feelings now. that day. Oh, I don't like Germany. I felt like
1: it was World War II over again. They were taking over the world. Mm and were you, mm. And what about just in terms of obviously you like Brazil? You're a fairly large Brazil oh, but, fan.
0: Sorry, do you know what was the saddest moment? in 2016. Even, even though it might have happened in 2015, football
1: related or not? Yeah,
0: it might have happened in 2015. I think. Don't know something. what. Do you remember the Brazil fan with the trophy who was holding it, crying. Oh, yeah. this guy. Did you hear that, about him? Yeah, he died. No. Oh, he was only like
1: 60. He was cancer. No, wait. The picture of him holding, cradling the trophy. Was that, after, was that after the loss? After, I think it was during the 7-1, yeah. He'd been to every World Cup since he
0: lived and died. In Brazil, and the sweetest part, he was like a really sweet man. After the game, he gave it to a young German fan and said to her, oh, it's yours now, you deserve that's it. Sweet. Even though it was before the final. I yeah. think because they wanted it to
1: beat Argentina. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, so, But let me ask you this. How big of a uh, consolation prize was the Olympic gold for Brazil?
0: It's as big as it could get in, to an extent. It be been in the World Cup, but nothing's ever going to— they're not going to recover from that. Let me ask like you this. Like, the American Oz, when they, when they needed to draw at home in the American Oz to win the World Cup against Uruguay 1950 and they lost, mm. they, that still knows when the worst thing in the country's history. It's, it was a morning day. It ruined the life of the goalkeeper who was at fault. But oh no, yeah, uh,
1: it, they're not going to recover from that. And do you think that winning the Olympic gold for Brazil is a significant step to recapturing momentum for the 2016 World Cup in Russia? Yeah, 2018. Sorry. Yeah, because recently the national team has been horrendous. They, mm-hmm. they,
0: I think they they, they were knocked out. The group stage was this Copa del Rey. Yeah, I have another moment I think I forgot to write down, but even though I hated it because Messi cried and briefly retired from Argentina. Chile mm-hmm. so like winning it again was mm-hmm. big. Really big. Yeah. Um, okay, what other highlights of 2016? Sevilla winning the first straight Europa League and Real Madrid winning uh, this championship time losing three years. I didn't say that. I'm proud of you for acknowledging. I think I said it so no one could understand me though. Okay, so
1: I'm gonna repeat no, it. Sevilla winning their third straight That's... Europa League. You don't have a hard, that hard a time saying that because you know. it's the Europa League, and you admire, you respect Sevilla. Just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> and Real Madrid winning their second Champions League in three years. Granted, the most undeserved Champions League. Oh, I've, I've gone go. to that. I'm not arguing <laughs> anymore. I knew you couldn't. I knew you couldn't hold off that long. All right, um, Sevilla, talk about that accomplishment for those, again, like me, who are kind of getting used to the the game and the different tiers, not only the different league tiers, but then the different champion tiers. The Europa League is a big deal. It's, it's second pretty, tier. It's below the
0: Champions League Well, the winners of some lower competition leagues go if they don't qualify for the Champions League through the playoffs, and some lower finishing teams like 6th, 7th, 5th maybe,
1: or 5th and 6th, maybe 7th. And the bigger leagues get in. And also some of the Champions League teams that get yeah. flushed out of the bottom. Of the cha- do all of them, do all of the teams that make the Champions League who lose in the group stage move on Third to Europa? Third Third only, okay. So that's
0: supposed to be one at this time and I think in time four, because you, if you win the Europa League, you get in the Champions League, so they won it, then the next few times they finish third in the Europa League. And would, the Champions, I would, think that happened. It might have only been one, if so you're a
1: new rule. If you're a club like Sevilla, would you rather finish third in your group stage and get flushed out of the Champions League and then qualify for Europa or finish second in your group stage and then Which move on? Which I did this year. On? Oh, and then move on and then lose in the first round. What if are going to automatically win the Europa League? Well, no. I'm, w- I If... if no, obvious, go on obviously, league. you'd want to go on to win the Champions League. Yeah, but, go um, on to the Champions League, yeah, also yeah. for
0: money wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one of the big things was Unayemi, their manager, who's known for cup football, especially a, a lot of managers can be like this, which is Carlo Ancelotti. Um, so he was brought to PSG this summer to finally bring them to the Champions League, which is what they need, they feel they need, like Man City, these Arab guys investing money, what they want, and Abramovich, too, tells you the coveted thing for them is a Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, but now. They finished second in their group and they're playing us, Barcelona. I think they have no chance, mm-hmm. um, personally. I think. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Be- because they're right third in Ligue 1, a mm-hmm. league they haven't had trouble in
1: the past few years. Yeah. Like seven points off the top to Wait, PSG is third in Ligue 1. Seven points but off would, the top to Nice, led by Super Mario Balotelli. <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute. Couldn't you argue that being third in Ligue 1, which is in and of itself not. A good thing might actually be a good indicator for them in the Champions League because they're learning how to either pace or toggle or alternate their effort to have the right components for a Champions League competition. No, because <laughs> the, you know who won their group? Who? Yeah. Arsenal. Uh,
0: well, come, but Great, I think they both had like a lot of points, mm-hmm. but they had like thirteen points PhD, which is very hard to, to sit in a second with. But still, you got to beat Arsenal. They, they, they lost. They were gonna if a win. Against a uh, team, Ludogorets, who is, um, I think, Bulgarian or something. Mm-hmm. It might not be Ludogorets. I might be wrong. I think it was. They need to win the group to beat them. One the worst thing in the See, they lost 4-2. Mm-hmm. So. All
1: right. What other highlights from 2016?
0: Gianluigi Donnarumma making his Italy debut. Why? Seventeen. He's 17 years old. Okay. He's a goalkeeper. Yeah. He's like 6'4". He's already one of the best goalkeepers in Europe. Mm-hmm. And he's 17 years old starting every game for AC Milan. Wow. Over Diego Lopez, who's a former re starting keeper. Mm. What's it, his name again? Tell me again. Gianluigi Donnarumma. Gianlui, Gianluigi Donnarumma. He's earmarked easily. He's easily named his successor to Gianluigi Buffon.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and he Which replaced. is when? Like in, in 2025? When's Buffon finally gonna time? <laughs> I think he
0: said in, in two years, I think. You wish he was your father, don't you, Buffon? I, I love him so much. Isn't That's he just idea. like a great guy? He's, You know what he did on vacation after the Euros? He literally
1: just played football with the local kids in Italy the whole time. Mm, come on. The he, whole time? How do you know No, this? I know he did a lot. Really? He's uh, um, such a good guy. You know, there's something about seeing him after a loss, even. After the Champions League final? you cha- ever see cha- that? The champion, after the Champions League final, right? And then also we saw it again Probably, in the Euro final. Or, you know, the Euro cor- semi quarters. Quarter. At, at Germany, the shootout. I, do you remember that
0: shootout? I do. That went on forever. Yeah, that was crazy. But Simon's I, penalty. There's
1: something about you know, like it's such an intense match, but like you don't see it, it in American sports. I can't think. There, there's some like in American football. I guess. Yeah, you know, in American football, you see it a little bit. In baseball, you don't see it at all. Hockey, you see it a little bit. Basketball. Um, basketball, you see it a little bit. Golf, golf is where they get along. Golf is where they get
0: along. Which, is, so but like, it's different. I think, it's not. we Or all, all old graying bald men. We got to get a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want a handshake? Do you want a handshake? What's that for? Just to show I still love you. Uh, You guys don't know if we actually shook hands though.
1: But there's something I just love about seeing, uh, you know, either the winner or the loser. In this case, it was, uh, they were the loser both times. Being so, like, it's just like you turn off, you know, the game, the match is over, and let's remember we're all professionals, we're all humans, we're all on the planet, we're all yeah. lucky to be playing this game, we're all lucky to have the support. And there's something about his presence that, uh, I don't know, Italy maybe can be prime minister or they could use They could I, use whatever.
0: No, wouldn't happen. I was I say, Italy could never elect a Juventus player prime minister. Uh, uh, but. Uh, uh. Even like I've heard a lot of people from my friend Giacomo, Italian. Mm-hmm. He said, he's a Roma supporter. He said a lot of people in Italy don't always get fully behind the national
1: team because there's so many Juve players. You're Everyone kidding? Hates Juve that really? Much. Yeah. is an interesting. When you study European politics have, in little, school. Yeah. Um, about the formation of Italy, how it came together, all these different city states, and how yeah, I've be- heard a because bit. they were s- all these city states, So the I'll country- start with the hatred of Juventus. What's that? I'll start with the. Well, of <laughs> well, you laugh, but the fact is, is that there, there are some countries that are much less, that are much different from pocket to pocket than other countries. Look, look, you could argue the U.S. is the same thing. 100 uh, percent. It's different because there, the there was different levels of autonomy early on. But Italy is an interesting case like that. So I'm not surprised to hear about these rivalries that, uh, you know, persist to this day. What other highlights have you, young man?
0: RB Leipzig rising to top of Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Um they came from nowhere. They, I think, they're from other season. Now they're three points. Behind they were Bayern. promoted
1: just this season. I think so. Wow. But now we got to move along. We're, we're taking a while. Well, let me just tell me quickly. Um, they're not. They're no longer at the top. Correct? No, they're three points behind Bayern. They oh, so they could still be. I Champions mean, league. this would be outlasting Leicester, right? Because Leicester'd been up two years. That was Leicester's yeah, I, second year up. Correct. It wouldn't be outlasting Leicester because Leicester had to
0: compete with five or six teams expected to win the league. And RB Leipzig is very rich. They uh-huh. got here just by money. Lester didn't.
1: Uh-huh. And RB Leipzig is Red Bull or it's not Red Bull? It stands for Rosenball Sport. Uh-huh. Uh, wait,
0: um, but they used to be Red Bull Leipzig, and they're still completely sponsored and run by Red Bull. But? But it's just uh, Bundesliga sponsorship rules. They came the sponsor name. And do you want me to say their manager's name? Do you remember their name, his name? No. Ralph Hassenhudel. Okay, I remember.
1: Hotel, yeah. I remember now. Now wait a minute. So you're saying the Bundesliga has a rule that the name of a sponsor can't be part of the official name of the team. Yeah, but uh, so obviously MLS has doesn't have that rule. But do any of the European teams any do any of the big European leagues have sponsor names as part of the official name of the club? I can't Off think the of top it. Of my head now. But mm-hmm. shout out to my favorite name in f- club football. I
0: think they're still in the Eredivisie in Holland. The club is named in English. Go ahead, Eagles. I don't know anything about it. I just love it. Mm-hmm. I love it, too. If you love it, I love it. Thank you, Stephen. All right,
1: any other highlights from
0: last year? Two more. Portugal winning 2016 Euros. Simon, so, I'm so proud of you. Because- oh, Ronaldo did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they, He did a little bit. He, he, he did some he stuff. He
1: didn't have a great Euros. He,
0: Even, but I as I, a- I, will flat out say they would not have won it without him. i not going deny that.
1: And he was a captain.
0: Yeah. and uh, But he didn't do as much as people think he did. Not worthy of a Ballon d'Or by any means. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, a big deal. They for me,
1: personally, my favorite player of the Euros. Renato Sanchez? Absolutely. It's not
0: like I tried about him in February or something. <laughs> Speaking of this, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. So there's a computer game I love for everybody called Football Manager. Yeah. It's uh, over 50 or 60% of my knowledge of players comes from that. I know a lot of players who will be big in Future years, if you, if you name a position, I could tell you a player I, who's going to be one of the best in the world. Uh, left back, Jorge of Fluminense, I think, in Brazil. Mm-hmm. How old is he now? It's like, like 19. Nine? Oh, okay. okay, so like, yeah, it, it's a it's a simulation game where you manage a team. It's very realistic. It involves politics too, because mm-hmm. they factor in Brexit because right. that's going to affect football a lot. And lo- I forget the name. I think the Labour Party leader or sports minister or something in England said that um, that. Football manager knows more about Brexit than government. <laughs> and I want you to play, not just because I think you'll love it and have fun. You've been after <clears> it. I'm talking. Okay. But um, I think it'll really help you as a host of this show just knowing so much more about football. So this is fine. I've always listened to you when you say no, but I'm going to, at, tomorrow after this episode comes out, put a poll on Twitter if if you should play. If, if 65% of people say yes, you have to play. You have to give
1: me an hour to teach. You. Is that a okay, deal? first of all, let's agree that it's a non binding poll, kind no. of like Brexit, which means that no. I don't have to follow. Although, but I get to beat you with your belts <laughs> All right. But here's here's my thing. To me, what this podcast is, is a young footy fan educating his father. If I get all educated, then we're just two more know-it-alls talking about footy.
0: I have an idea that could be fun. That's a good point. We could record me teaching you the
1: game, making <laughs> like little bits. That, but what, That's not a terrible idea. Can I post a poll and we'll see what happens? You can post a poll. Honestly, here's the thing. The reason—I I see you playing it, and I see how much you love it, and I see how much you learn from it, et cetera, et cetera. But as you get older, young man— <laughs> No, you just have to—you realize that every choice you make has a consequence. Yeah. Every decision—do you know what opportunity cost is? You ever heard of that phrase? I assume I know. What? What? Is Is it kind of like risk-reward?
0: Mm, every
1: huh? opportunity you have, you could, do,
0: you could do this, but there's going to be a—
1: Consequence. Exactly. So exactly. every hour or dollar or brain cell, whatever, I spend on one thing means I can't spend it on something else. That's so true. I don't feel like I'm at the point in my life right now with my workload and family commitments and desires to do whatever that I want. I see you how enveloped you are in this game. And for you, <laughs> it makes sense. You're, you really want to have um, a stress release. Well, I'm in high school, I don't like. see it. Uh, um, <laughs> y- yeah, partly it's a stress release, but also like this is what I I think you really want to have an occupation or career in football, Course, yeah. and so this is really, in a way, I don't want to call it your work. Oh, you should not make that mistake.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? i I can play whenever I want. It's more important <laughs> than homework. I guess.
1: Anyway, um, but I don't really feel like I've got the uh, I the room in my life. Shake for hands that. again. We're shaking. Yeah, you made your point. Okay. Any other highlights from last year?
0: I couldn't leave it out. Barcelona won the domestic double—the league and the Copa del Rey—as well as the Spanish Super Cup, and that helps us segue perfectly into my predictions. I'm in,
1: I'm impressed that uh, Barça winning the domestic double was uh, last on. Oh, your about, list, we're and, about to get into much more Barça. Oh, I see. Can I just say a couple things that mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised I didn't hear you yes, mention? Sir? Well, you you did. You certainly did mention Barça there. Um, Bob Bradley briefly touched on, but, you know, that was uh, until he got canned. He was with Swansea for, like, 11 matches or something? 85 days, I think it was 11 matches. Yeah. yeah. Um, they should have given him a window, I think. Well, it was interesting. I, I mean, I definitely, from what I read, there's definitely, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, anti, you know, anti-American sentiment to some degree that people felt like— because he was American, he just didn't belong there. And I, I get that, because America doesn't have a tradition of yeah, football. Yeah, people know nothing. That's not true. The owners are American. Well, yeah, but the owners... I could I could own a football team, presumably, and be successful if I put the right people in place to make it happen. But he is, the manager is the person that helps make it happen. So, But the American let me ask part you didn't have to do that as much, because the owners are American.
0: Well, let me
1: I, let me ask you this. Yeah, I
0: just got Stephen Kaplan... No, never
1: mind. I'm looking at the wrong Stephen Kaplan. So Fair. I don't think I think the owners might be. I forget what I said. Right, I'm happy to forget it. Then and always um, another 20 2016 kind of highlight or you know big story. Christian Pulisic, which Maybe. we touched on. Well, yeah, Christian Pulisic. I was going to say kind of like the continuing migration of young American players to European leagues, leagues, especially Pulisic, Matt and and Miazga, who started a bunch for Chelsea last at bit, the end of last yeah. season when they were nice, floundering. To be tests, yeah. yeah. But um, is is that a trend, or is that just something I'm noticing because I know it a little bit more? It's becoming more of a trend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, what about the first playoff appearance for NYC FC in their second season in the Stephanie MLS? 7-1 no
0: aggregate. Well, pretty bad.
1: Yeah. And, hang on a second, David Villa winning the MLS MVP. And
0: this Pittsburgh Steelers is going to the playoffs. And what, sorry? Pittsburgh Steelers is going to the playoffs in American football. Well,
1: there you go. How excited are you about that? Skill I'm pretty one excited. To 10. Eight, nine. Yeah, and you're feeling about Pittsburgh making it to at least the AFC Championship, maybe the Super Bowl?
0: I think AFC Championship is a minimum expectation, you agree? Because... They've got to beat Miami there, at there's home. There's no one to be scared of at All of the AFC besides the Patriots, I think.
1: I think that's true. Everybody's kind of gotten beat up and weirdly out of sync. I mean, Houston, Oakland, Three Kansas teams City, back and at Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and let's just imagine then that they um, I, I also when they lost to the Pats this year, that was without Ben. And we lost like ten points. <clears> played but. a pretty good game, yeah. Although lost to Miami. Um, also, yeah. which, is, uh, which was which was a bad a bad game. That was I think that was a weird game. Ben got like hurt, fluke, came back, like three picks. Anyhow, um, what would you put the Steelers' odds right now or probability x out of ten at winning the Super Bowl I'd as of this moment? Four. Mm-hmm. That might be a little high. I think it's maybe two, mm-hmm. three. Yeah, because no one can be higher than a four. I'd say. I think the I think the I think the Pats could maybe be, yeah. I think the Pats could be between five and six. They're unbelievable. They're unbelievable. That's so admirable. A real football. Who's the, Who are the uh, New England Patriots of football? Manchester United.
0: No, no, I take that back. Um, Chelsea. Chelsea or Man City? Because when you think about, it, they've become good relatively
1: recently, right? The last 10, 15 years. Um, but it's hard to make the comparison no, when you can spend as much as you want. That's true. See, the thing about the NFL— and I, this think is, something, I think it's United, the serial winners everyone hates. This is something we got into in the uh, Freakonomics Radio episode about the differences between American sports leagues and, and European football, which is the the way the, the way that money is spent and the way that money is divvied up. And every, not all American sports leagues are the same. But in the NFL, for instance— It's almost even, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, the teams spend almost— The fact that the Patriots are so good, have been so good for so long is it's per, Belichick It's got to be primarily a testament to the fact that the Patriots are so good for so long. It's yeah. not about being rich, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, look, the Steelers are among the easily among the most winningest yeah. teams of the West. Of most Bulls ever won. Most Super Bowls, everyone, yeah, but also if you just look at the record of the yeah. past 10 years, they had they had, they had a few blips. But Let's go blips. to football now. Let's go to football now. We're going to Barca predictions for
0: 2017. Predictions
1: gonna... for 2017. What do you have? Is that your drum roll? Yeah, I've I submitted. <laughs> Barcelona will
0: win the treble, and Lino Messi will take the Ballon d'Or back from the Evo Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm shocked. Uh, I don't even need to explain that. We know I'm not going to change my mind. Right. I think Man United will fail to make the top four, Oof. and Justin Mourinho will have a mental breakdown, <laughs> <laughs> and I will laugh.
1: Uh-huh. Now wait a minute. I have to say you just read or I'm, finis- I'm finishing up the book. Uh, uh, a Mourinho biography, yes, Mourinho close-up something like that by and Jonathan Beasley or
0: Robert Beasley. I forget the first name. He tore through it. I noticed I, unbelievable. He started it then go- the next it's thing a i a journalist knew. who became very close with Mourinho at Chelsea. He's like his number one journalist. He. It's any interview What's his name again?
1: Jonathan or Robert Beasley. I think Jonathan Beasley. What's interesting to me is you, it did change your view of Mourinho. Briefly. What do you mean? It talked a lot about
0: how good a guy he is in person and private, which I knew that, but I think what what matters when you're this famous and this much in public life is how you act in public, and he's a complete jerk in public, Mm -hmm. and that's what matters. And I always hate, I'll always hate him.
1: Why (laughs) do you think that someone as plainly intelligent as he wouldn't, acknowledge that being a little bit less jerky in public would be good for him? With big ego
0: comes big insecurity, I think. Mm. His ego is massive, which to an extent I don't blame him for. He's a, He wins more than almost anyone, not mm-hmm. more than Pep, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but he's known to be very insecure about himself and lashes out a lot. Who gets under his skin more, Wenger or Pep? The most, i say, might be Rafa Benitez. Ah. Um, you know what was really interesting? What? So, you know, Rafa's pretty fat. Mm-hmm. Fat Spanish waiter. That's the song I didn't make it up. Um, and he um, took over at um, Inter Milan right after Jose Mourinho, a little bit after, a few years after Jose left, before Inter actually, he took over, or no, after Inter, he took over as interim boss at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And a little bit after Mourinho at Real Madrid he took over at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. And so Benita's wife uh, a few months ago hit out at Jose in the press saying, We always. My husband always has to clean up his messes, mm. and then say it back by saying, "Well, maybe, she, well, if if she pays attention, only one time did he follow me up, follow me directly to club, and turn inter, the treble winners into a terrible swan in six months. Maybe she should spend more time focusing on her husband's diet."
1: Ooh. Ooh, well. No, was really cool. He is yeah, a pretty I mean, big man. He wasn't, <laughs> yeah, but he was—she <clears throat> attacked him first. Yeah, he So that. I'm not saying he was wrong, but like that, right. that one diss, the way he said it. But your prediction is that Man City—sorry, Man, City, sorry, man yeah, U yeah, will fail to make the top four and that Mourinho will literally suffer a breakdown of some pretty kind? Pretty much. I think Chelsea will go into the Premier League. Okay, well, it's not a— not a as, game. as of this date, that's they're a pretty clear. pretty safe prediction. I think Liverpool will win if, it. If Chelsea doesn't win it, who would you see winning it? Man City, Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Maybe Liverpool. Maybe Tottenham. What would happen if Arsenal won it? Wenger would Finger Ur-
0: leave. <laughs> I, I well, think he would leave on a high. I think that would be
1: 100% of the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what would it, all your Arsenal-loving friends do? Would they finally… They'd
0: die, but they say, they. say <laughs> I think they
1: still try, say it's time for Finger to go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I think Liverpool's going to win a domestic cup, either a league cup or I think they're still in the league cup. Yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure they are. Mm-hmm. Um, or the FA Cup. What would you put Liverpool's chances out of 10 at winning the Prem? I'd say a two. Mm-hmm. So okay. they, they can. So Liverpool are the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Um, PSG, I think, will come back to win Ligue 1. And I mm-hmm. think Bayern and
0: Juve will easily win their respective leagues. Big, so no change. It
1: gets a little boring, doesn't it? Even yeah. if you're a fan of one of those teams. Yeah.
0: I think right. Luis Van Belli if Dortmund will become a real world superstar. You love him, don't you? I do. What do you love about him? He's month? exciting. He's fast. He's Equally good with both feet, which is a great because he's a winger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just unbelievable to watch.
1: Hey, what do you I think, think really of nice. my new theory that I'm obsessed with about the fact that shoes are stupid and that um, that shoes are the cause of many foot, ankle, knee, and hip problems throughout history, including the whole field foot,
0: of… Are you talking about foot prisons from Family
1: Guy? Yeah, foot prisons, right? Hey, and the, the, the whole field of podiatry probably exists only because we wear shoes. I think that's
0: very interesting, but I don't know what I'm talking about now. I think… You're growing old and losing your marbles. <laughs> I, can't, I love you. I think wait, it's but very wait, interesting. Wait, here's what I want to know about from you. the two
1: footedness. N- well, LA. I was just thinking, like, I was just thinking, like, if if all of us, if we lived in a mostly barefoot society, I'm not saying that you'd never wear shoes. Like, look, we wear gloves when it's cold. We wear gloves for different kinds of work and stuff. So you'd wear shoes, different kinds of foot coverings for some occasions. But if we were mostly barefoot. Just think about the dexterity and flexibility yeah. and strength in your feet. We'd all be, I could be like uh, A painting monkey. and playing A monkey, piano with yeah. my feet. And You see this in people it's who totally, are handicapped who have lost the use of their hands. They do amazing yeah. things with their feet. So, but here's my question, really, is um, what's the highest level that you've seen anyone in recent history playing footy barefoot? Like are there leagues where they play barefoot? I know in
0: like the 50s or the 30s, India was going to be in the World Cup, but mm-hmm. they refused to. Because, because they had to wear foot prisons. We no, because yeah, because they had to wear shoes. Your kid would made. Oh my the, god! I don't also, like, Zidane has talked about uh, playing barefoot as a child. He's probably the most two footed player ever to play. All right, Neymar, Rondin, the same thing.
1: I have to take notes because this is going to need to be. Will you be on the podcast if I'd we do to. the foot prison episode? I'd love to. So you're saying in that, No, no. I hate to say it. I don't. I don't believe a word you said about India wouldn't play in the uh, World Cup. Do you want me to look it up right now? You're saying that Do I look it up right now? <laughs> yeah, I want you to look it up right now. Okay. Here's here's what I heard you say. Tell me if I'm wrong. I heard you say that India could have or would have played in a World Cup but refused to wear shoes. Yep. That just that sounds to me like a story that that's you tell yourself to explain why you didn't make it. Yeah, you're right. It's false. Yeah, yeah. So what do you what are you finding there on the internet? I mean,
0: I'm, I'm I'm not reading the whole lot whole th- whole article, but they say it's false in the LA Times, mm-hmm. and I trust the LA Times. Okay, but there's got to be some story there. And There's got to be some truth to it, I think. Yeah, and Zidane, you're saying so he attributed about, his two footedness. He didn't to attribute bear. it to it, but I've just connected them. He's said he talked about how he did play barefoot a lot as a kid, and he's easily the most. two- He took corners with his weak foot sometimes.
1: Wow. And Neymar,
0: he. What about he May? and Ronaldinho, two of the best Brazilian technicians ever? Talked about playing
1: barefoot as a kid, and they're both incredibly two footed. Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, we'll follow that up uh, uh, for the uh, no the foot prison back episode. to my
0: predictions. I think Germany's going to win the Confederations Cup. What is the Confederations Cup? The winner of each continental competition in the World Cup uh, the year before the World
1: Cup. I oh, that's a close. big deal. Yeah. I'd... Wow, that's a really big deal. Wait not a minute. That, not Slow that. Not that. Why big. not? Just people don't care that much. Yeah. Wait. It's it's. Um, it's in Russia. Oh, it's always in the same country yeah. as the uh, World Cup? Oh, that's uh, I think there will be— How many, a, how many teams go? 8, 12, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
0: 8, 10. I think uh, there's going to be another FIFA scandal. Like what? I,
1: I don't know. There's something. I think Griezmann will leave Atletico for the Premier League. Wait, and is that the FIFA scandal? No. That's a separate one. You think Griezmann will leave Atletico for the Prem. Yes. Where do you think he'll—we're most likely in Manchester, vote? somewhere in Manchester, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. How do you think he'll do? I think he'll do great. You think he'll do better than his countryman, Paul Pogba?
0: No, oh. Olivier
1: Giroud. Oh, of course. But Giroud. Should I Drew? get into
0: it now or later? Have I talked about his goal? No. I'm going to leave him suspense. We'll get to it in a
1: few minutes. Okay. I look think to Luis the...
0: Enrique, which I'll get into more in further episodes, is going to leave Barcelona. You right? do. You
1: think this is Enrique's last yeah. year at Barcelona? Yeah. But now let's go. And, and your feelings about that are kind of mixed. Mixed. I love him. I think it might be time for change. One more year. Who do you want next for Barcelona? Roberto
0: Martinez or Ernesto Valverde. Um, A lot of options. Um, I'm trying to think. Not Unai Emery anymore. Why? Uh, Because
1: he's terrible at PSG. Uh.
0: Maybe Laurent Blanc of former PSG.
1: What about the guy that you always say is the best manager um, at Letty? What's his name? Simeone. Yeah. No way. No not chance. Not Barca's style. Too combative. Too defensive. It would uh-huh. never work. What? How do you? I mean, just imagine for a minute what it would be like. Too combative. Too defensive. What do you mean by that? We wouldn't play
0: classic Barca possession and mm-hmm. attacking, which is mm-hmm. the board would not. How happen. do you
1: know he's not capable of? Uh...
0: He all his teams when he was much younger as a coach, and he had the freedom to do it more in Argentina. He did, but he he's a more defensive coach. All right. So I trust you him. Okay, Let, let's go to
1: Premier League roundup. We're going to go. round up. Okay, two so match we're done days. with so we're done with our 2016 highlights. We're right. done with your 2017. Now we're into the Premier League. Predictions. The Sorry.
0: Premier League. All, right. All other leagues are on winter break right now, so I'll we'll just go to Premier League. So this was like on the match day that was maybe December 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, December 31st, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chelsea beat Stoke four two to go six top, clear at the top. At the new year, at the top of the table, who was clear? Who was at the top of the table last year? This
1: time, I think it was Lester. I think it was Lester. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Kate, Gary Cahill scored. William had two, and Costa scored. Uh, for the end of the year, sixth clear at the top of the table, thirteenth straight win in the Prem, mm. which is a record for one season tied mm. with Arsenal. How does Fabregas, Mourinho
1: How does Mourinho feel about Chelsea's success this year? I wouldn't ask him about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend. I, don't, I think I think honestly he is kind of happy because I know, he
0: loves Chelsea he loves Chelsea mm-hmm. I think he's kind of happy but probably a little bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Fabregas assists his hundredth Premier League goal, which yeah. only the only, only people do that. Are Ryan Giggs, mm-hmm. uh, Frank Lampard, and Wayne
1: Rooney. Mm-hmm. Leicester beat West Ham one. Speaking of Frank Lampard, he left WNYC NYC <laughs> WNYC <WMIC. laughs> NYCFC or NYCFC. Or um, he I read that he was not offered an extension. No, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know um, if that's true either. And it could be a budget thing because, you know, if I'm, they were paying him whatever, $5, 6000000 million, and yeah. they didn't get that. I mean, he did well when he played. Yeah. Just didn't well, play well. all that much. Um, anyway, do, do you think, what, what do you think happens to Lampard this year? Does he play somewhere? I think he's eventually going to retire, like mm-hmm. Gerard Hattie said. Will he coach? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll definitely be in Chelsea one day. He so. will. Okay.
0: All right. Um, Leicester beat West Ham 1 0. Um, Six points clear of relegation as of December 30th. I'm not sure where they are now. Mm-hmm. December 30th. Somani scored the winner. Islam Somani. Uh, United beat Middlesbrough mm-hmm. two to one. Mm. After, do you remember that Eber goal being ruled out? Terrible. I have to say, I really think I could be a better. Happy birthday! birthday. That was Mom to, to you. <laughs> walking through. Yeah, uh, he went up high boot, but didn't really make contact I with think I Valdes. Could, I think I could be, with a little training— A better paralleled
1: than most. I think yes. so, too. I, I just—here's the thing I should, that, It is a hard okay, job. let me take it back. I couldn't be good. Obviously, they're much better than I could ever be. But here's what I think. I think it's ridiculous— There's only one on the field, I that agree. —that a sport as advanced that's been around as long as it is, where the stakes are so high, settles for such random— that's the thing that bothers me—the randomness of it. Like you always say, one call can change a game completely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, Ibra but Ebro's goal—that was disallowed. Beautiful, beautiful goal. High foot. Uh, Do other...
0: volley over Victor Valdez, for bar player keeper who I love, but he completely—he would completely fake an injury to get a foul call. Now it.
1: I would think that nine out of ten players in that case where Ibra was would have, would have headed, have headed it. it. Yeah,
0: I would have headed it. Why
1: does he That's just what is that? Just like <laughs> that's just Ebra. It's just unbelievable. The famous saying is "Dare to Zlatan." Is What? Sorry. Is on. <laughs> it was a beautiful goal. Yeah. Um, he's fun to watch. But after
0: that, uh, Grant Ledbetter on his first start of the season for Middlesbrough gave them the lead. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Man is going to have an embarrassing loss to clubs of the year, but Martial equalized the 85th. Paul Pogba won it in the 86th. Mm. And that was a big win. I think it's all that kickboxing training. Of course. That Pogba got in yeah. Queens. Yeah. Okay. Brooklyn. Uh, Liverpool beats Man City 1 0. Mm hmm. It's just tactical bad. Klopp. I think two of the three best tech, two of the four best tacticians in the Prem. Uh, eight minutes ago from Jorginho Wijnaldum, that's a big win for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Arsenal beat Crystal Palace two nil. Oh no, wait, these games were on January first, mm-hmm. or no? Let me, no, this next one is Arsenal beat Crystal Palace two 0 Alex Lopi scored, but before that, Olivier Drew scored the gold of season. I think on the first day of January. Of okay. First day 10 of 17. goal it? of the year. Yeah, he, we're,
1: I, we're watching now. Oh, wait, he this he is the goal. Of, you're saying it was the goal of the year of 2017 scored on the first year? Yeah, first most day likely. The, oh, And man. he's watching it now. We're going to listen to him react. It's, let's hope claim. it's good. Let's, let's see. He has sound turned on. Yeah,
0: let's see what we got here. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You might die.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. No. What was that, left foot? What do you? He's call- left-footed. Oh, he is. What do you call that, That's a scorpion. Do you agree that might be the goal oh of the year? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The whole, the whole the development of the, the play, attacks, too, because yeah. it came, because it was a great counterattack Do you agree from that might defense. be the goal of the year? Yeah, I want to watch it. Hang on. We're watching it again big now. I want to see some slow-mo. Great cross. Oh, my goal. God. <laughs> Who's I think, the cross from?
0: Uh, Alexis. The thing is, he meant to do that.
1: Oh, and it hits the, and it hits the bar. And ticks down. It's a great ball from Alexis. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, so it's his left heel, right? He, he is. Left that's what a scorpion that. is. Yeah. Could he do that with his right or no?
0: Honestly, I think left foot, right foot, the difference. But left heel, right heel, I'm not sure about the difference there. Oh my God, is that a
1: shot you practice much? No, never.
0: Uh. No one practices that. Yeah. Wowser Wenger Knauser. said he's never scored a goal close that good, even in training.
1: I can see why you would say that might be the goal of the It'll be funny from, from, from a player who we both think is terrible. It'll be really fun. I don't say terrible. You well, say you know, seeing him a lot in the Euros up close, it was he was un, he was much they less impressive have brought than Camaro Lacazette men. instead of uh, a and Drew, but
0: mm. that doesn't matter
1: anymore. All right, so anyway,
0: Watford Arsenal beat Tottenham 4 1. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Watford beat Tottenham
1: 4 1. Yeah, you're right.
0: Tottenham beat <laughs> Watford 4 1. Delhi. Ali and Harry Kane score braces before a late goal from former Spurs defender Yunus Kabul meant literally nothing besides. How, make Harry
1: Kane was second in the Prem last year in scoring or tied for first. He he was alone by himself, one ahead of Jamie Vadi. And how's he alone by himself in second? In first. In fr- he, he won, won the Golden Boot. He did. Uh, how's he doing this year? I think fine. I think he's always been a very slow
0: starter. Also, he missed like a month of mm-hmm. injury. Um, who's a surprise big scorer in the Prem this year? Mikel Antonio started out scoring mm-hmm. a lot for West Ham, but he's slowing down. Um, Costa is just scoring so quick so much. I'm not that surprised. But nice Would you game. say that
1: Ibra has been at, above, or below expectations? At, or maybe a little above. He's a, he's a freak of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and what about, there's one player that I hear you mention that you just love. Kun Aguero. Uh, well, him for sure, but Mikatarian. Um, real, real, I'm
0: real, i happy to see him game. Marino didn't play for like two months straight, but now he's constantly playing. And on the like, boxing day, he scored a goal pretty much as good as Drew. Maybe not mm-hmm. quite as good as scorpion
1: kick, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who would you say are the kind of breakout stars of the first half of the, the Prem season? I got to say Pogba. <laughs> really? he's been, it's so
0: hard to just play that price tag, especially as a midfielder, because mm-hmm. your job's not to score every day. People are gonna think he's playing badly, he's not scoring thirty yard goals every game or another yeah. game. His overall performance is unbelievable. And he's still scoring too. He's I think he's been a huge success so Persuade far. Persuade
1: me that your view is not colored by the fact that you just really like him a lot.
0: It's not I'm I have no connection to United. Uh if you, but I mean, the way bias works, think,
1: Mourinho has never been afraid to drop a player if mm-hmm. they're not playing well. He dropped Wayne Rooney, the legendary captain. Right, but not being dropped is not a very high bar for someone like
0: that. Level. If if Mourinho is managing, trust mm-hmm. me, that he's he dropped United fan favorite uh, Rooney Granted, They were ready for him to be dropped. This technique came into Chelsea. Juan Mata. Juan Mata I stopped playing him. The f- reigning Manchester real again? fan players. Juan year, Mata. Yeah. Juan Mata. Granted, He's one of his best players out at United, and he's given him a new lease of mm-hmm. life. As I say but. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go to more Premier League games. Let's go to more Premier Today, League January games. Today, January 2nd, Ellen Dubner's birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everton. You love case. your mom, don't you? I love my mom. I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? Up? Did pick that up? I think so. you like Thank you. So, yeah, Everton beat Southampton 3 0 with former coach Ronald Koeman winning at Southampton. Oh, nice. Who I'd like to bars one day. He's mm-hmm. one the, He's always a bars scored the goal to win us our first European Cup in Wembley in 1992. Lukaku, Baines, and Valencia score. Mm -hmm. Um, Man City beats Burnley 2-1. Fernandinho got a red card for the third time in six games. That's pretty bad. Clichy scored. And then Aguero scored for City after coming off the bench. Why off the bench? I think he's being rested after playing Liverpool two days ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Sunderland drew Liverpool 2-2. Twice Liverpool took a lead through Sturridge and then Mane. Both times Jermaine Defoe scored a penalty. Uh, West Ham loses 2-0 to Man United. Mod I scored and, of course, locked on after a very controversial percent Sophie on Sofiane Fugli red cars. I did not see, but
1: here's the horrendous call. And that's it. Great may round. Your, may up. your
0: 2017 be wonderful,
1: may, everyone. May yours 2017 be wonderful as well. I have to say, uh, you're impressed with Olivier Giroux. It's not funny for one, it's funny for two. <laughs> Talk like to you next you. time, brother. Bye.